Nettles stung Leah's flesh. She pressed her fingers against her mouth for relief. This is what I get for letting my thoughts wander. Grandma wouldn't have been so careless while harvesting stingleaf. She wouldn't have let the villagers' opinions prick at her mind, no matter how many called her mad for crafting remedies in the old ways. Kuhn whined and nudged Leah's arm with his nose. I'm all right, boy. Leah gazed into her hound's violet eyes and then turned her attention to the friendlier mallow plant. Its white flowers matched Kuhn's coat and its leaves and roots promised a soothing balm for the nettle's bite. She'd make another batch of salve for Da, too. He swore her potions kept his hands fit enough for hewing wood and soft enough for holding Ma. Her Ma could use a bit more mallow infusion for her soaps as well, and she'd take a bundle of clippings to Granda. Her thoughts scattered as Kuhn shot from the garden. Leah whirled around to the pair of horses charging up the path. She squinted in the dusky light and recognized Da's friend Kenneth on one of the horses. Then her insides went cold. Across the other horse's back lay Da's limp body. She dropped the harvested mallow and sped from her garden toward them. Ma's scream shot like a bolt through her, but Kenneth's words, He's alive, offered Leah a morsel of hope. Kenneth carried Da into the cottage, and Leah caught a glimpse of her father's torn and bloodied clothing. I'll fetch Granda, she cried, and hurried to her filly. Clad in her usual boy's breeches and high leather boots, Leah raced her horse down the path with her heart pounding in rhythm to the hoofbeats. Stay strong, Da, just a little longer, and Granda will be there to heal you. Why hadn't her dreams forewarned her? What good were fate dreams if they showed when the mares would give birth or when visitors were coming from afar, but failed to give a timely warning for Da.